Welcome back to an Omnia Paradis, your solo host Jay once again. And now that I am officially in my late 20s, RIP to that, I thought I would recap the last month to how we got here and things that happened to me, things that happened in the world, and things I just want to talk about. So if we start off in my camera roll, because as any millennial Gen Z person with an iPhone, woman, female identifying person, woman identifying person, anyone, all people, all the they, thems, everyone goes by, if you didn't take a picture, did it happen? Starting off with the first weekend in October, we had Lily and I had our friend Mila visiting. Lily was also still house sitting for a DoorDash daddy at this point. So we had the great balcony and we went out, we went to the pumpkin patch. Lily bought some really overpriced pumpkins, but like buy local, so that's a good thing. And we just went out and got coffee, got drinks, explored a lot more parts of the city we don't normally go to, went to a few new parks and a few different bars. And it was just really fun. Like it was the first time my core high school group, all four of us, had hung out. I think we just realized since our friend Mila's wedding, which is crazy, but that's what like moving and living in different states and like a global pandemic does to you. It was just really nice for the four of us to hang out again, get to enjoy kind of the new stage of our lives, what's going on, and also like reminisce and like have that foundation from more than a decade ago. Goodness gracious. So if we're going from high school, I met Mila my freshman year, so I would have been turning 14. I met Laura when I was turning 11, so 13, 10, 13, and then Willie, I'm at sophomore year. So I guess 14 or 15. So all of those have now passed the decade mark. So woohoo, go us. And I can't see not listing lasting a trillion more years to come. I posted on TikTok the entire month of my birthday, kind of like Vlogmas countdown style. Spoiler alert, did not become a big TikToker. I'm not a verified person. Definitely now still deleting my Twitter because like one, the new owner sucks ass. And two, like the fact that anyone can pay for verification, like takes away the special of it and like I'm curious to see if any celebrities like drop it now but going back to me this was also the month where oh I bought Black Panther tickets very early on so the episode after this one I will have seen Black Panther in theaters Angela and I are going I'm so excited I think I'm probably like gonna dress normal I know there's been some controversy not controversy I don't want to use the word controversy I feel like we over there's been some various comments of like whether to wear white or if only black people are wearing white or to wear like garb of the ethnicity you're a part of. I think I'm just gonna like dress normal and keep it safe unless I hear like an overwhelming thought otherwise. I also had like a big internal kind of talk with myself about like should I go opening weekend? Should I not go opening weekend? There are a lot of people saying things on both sides and like not to go so far into it but it's like everyone should go because it's money and it shows Marvel we want this kind of content and then on the other hand like it's potentially taking away seats from communities who might not get them and want them opening weekend but can't because other people are going and I decided to go I found a theater that wasn't fully booked when I got them and I lean towards the side of don't love the way capitalism plays into this but it does so that weighs I guess more in the situation. Plus like if we're being honest, it's Black Panther 2. I really want to see it. And I'm really curious. Everyone, I saw an interview clip. Well, I'm trying to avoid everything like the gosh darn like on social media. Fortunately, nothing's been spoiled. That's another reason why ever since Harry Styles got spoiled for me, like I'm really afraid of getting big things spoiled. And apparently 
I saw a TikTok about how George Stephanopoulos on Good Morning America ruined something. I don't know what he said. I'm not watching the interview. I'm avoiding it like the plague. But he did spoil something from the movie. So I'm extra like, I need to just see it. I need to know. Everyone thinks it's going to be Shuri. I think it should be not Okoye, that the Lupita Nyong'o's character, whose name, I think because it's an N, is Kiba, I think. Anyway, super excited. So the next podcast will be on my thoughts for that. There may or may not be a guest. So don't get your hopes up. That's happening. And then other than Black Panther, the big thing was my cousin's baby shower that I so graciously got to host with my aunt. She did all of the food and made an amazing like spread. And then I did all the decorations. It was a super Mario Kart Brothers themed thing. Because one, I wanted it to be more of like a gender neutral thing. Like I'm not like, oh, against pink and blue. But it's also a thing of like, it doesn't need to just be pink and blue. And also like they're children of the 90s. And my cousin, he really likes video games so and their dog's name is Bowser so it kind of just like all fit to me very like kismetly and it was very fun and I could get more of a theme I got cloud balloons I made a craft that like showed the produce of like the baby size growing craft style and I was like leading up the stairs to the shower it was adorable I was very proud and so I just did a lot of that that was like my first two weeks off of October going on Costco runs finishing crafts measuring streamers blowing up balloons and so finally oh and then baking because I baked cookies because we had a raffle and several games I baked my like well it's Alvin from Tasty but his own channel his 48 hour cookies which are the best chocolate chip cookies on planet earth I mean I've yet to find a better recipe but I remember there's this girl on TikTok who's like making every chocolate chip cookie recipe in existence and she ranked it number one after trying like 30 and so I'm like oh okay so I just found the best one and I'm not gonna go through trying all these other 30 of them unless there's something specific like I want like a cookie cake or there's like a recipe I want to copy I found the best one make it for special occasions because like it doesn't take 48 hours to make you make them it is pretty intensive like when you make the dough and then you like chill for 48 hours before you bake them off Ooh, during this time one of my other uncles he went to texas and tried franklin's barbecue which is like for those who know barbecue is like a place to know like one of the best in the texas or in the country i think i am not like a barbecue person so i didn't know and i also wasn't a brisket person he got one shipped because he loved it so much and like generously gave it around to the family and oh my god like i get barbecue now like this was so good and i'm not normally again never was a really big fan of brisket before this and like now that i had like good brisket like and i know what it's supposed to taste like I'm like oh my god like this is amazing it's so rich like i really only think like i need it like once a year but like now I understand and like when eventually I do go to like Austin and probably only Austin I will be going to this place and trying it. More crafty things that I made. I like made a big chalkboard sign for them. I like pre-cut decorations and I saw this hack on TikTok for anyone who's a big party planner. I could have done a whole episode on just baby shower stuff but I feel like kind of like you need the visuals to it but what you do is you take rolls of streamers and typically in like a dining chair or like any chair that's not like a folding chair any chair that kind of has like three lines or two lines you kind of can use as like a large tape dispenser and like pull the streamers through it so I did that it like was so efficient which like of course we all know based on the episode with Matt I love efficiency I love doing things quicker and easier harder think smarter not harder like is one of my favorite phrases and then my mom made adorable little gift bags they brought back honey because um my cousin's wife is Salvadorian so they brought back honey from El Salvador which I love it has like a smokiness to it and it's just like amazing and we have extra which I plan on using and baking galore with then we hosted the shower 
resort and it was really nice just getting our whole family together and like getting to be outside there was a onesie decorating station and then one of my uncles is like super super artistic and my cousin the father to be really wanted like a godzilla portrait and like my uncle his like stepfather free handed it and it's like so so good like you wouldn't know like yes you looked at like an image but like you could show me a picture of godzilla and like crap if i could even draw the eyes like it's amazing i think it's godzilla it's green and like a big monster thing so we're gonna go with yes because it's not king kong because that's the monkey or ape shoot yeah okay cool we're gonna just go with that else happened then i posted on tiktok i did some podcast recordings through the month i what is this now my world kind of got overwhelming okay then we are now like mid-october i hung out with lily we like got drinks and like walked around a bit then i went shopping and oh my god so like the razors i buy at target for anyone who cares about this i care about this there's the flamingo brand and then there's harry's which are like for men and like there's obviously like the debate of like whether men's or women's razors are better but for both flamingo's harry it's kind of more of a ecoer option because you can buy like the head like and just change the head instead of like buying the whole set every time and then i learned again from tiktok that the harry's head fits on the flamingo razor so even if it's not a blade thing it's economical but i went to target the flamingo for a four fill five cartridge pack is 12.19 or at least it was in mid-october and the harry's is 10.79 like is it like the biggest difference no but like if it's the razor head fits like and like it's a completely marketing because on the women's razor it says a five blade cartridge 360 comfort system with aloe and shea butter but like granted psa you should all be shaving with conditioner shaving cream soap like you need to use some kind of foamy thing anyway and the harry's just says four five blade cartridge also the harry's comes in a nice little case that is like recyclable and like the flamingo ones are just like separate so it's like not even convenient so and the harry's are cheaper so again go buy the harry's razor if you have the flamingo razor from target my friend and i went out for sushi i finally got to meet doordash daddy we went out to sushi and then it was very nice getting to meet him he is in fact tall like lily said just the proportions like i'm used to my tall friends or at least my most of my friends actually i want to say on like, mass have like proportionately longer legs than torsos so like he had like a longer torso to legs at least like in proportion to the way he looks so like i couldn't tell as much but like in fact can see it now after that again drinks the one tree hill podcast ladies put their live stream on so i watched that that was the day before oh okay one moment brooke's mom and oh nathan's mom i was like wait not one of the other moms. it was nathan's mom and they were hilarious and then the after the second show guests were clay from season seven through nine and chris keller who was like in various seasons very fun it was marketed for an hour and a half and it was only an hour and it was like both shows cut down so like not like my favorite advertising but still fun to watch and i know they're now putting them on audio for you like everyone else to listen so we'll see how those go and then october 21st taylor swift released midnights and like i could do a whole recap on the episode but frankly for everyone listening i don't know how many of you would actually care my entire like view of needing all those opinions on midnights so let's just like run through this lavender haze is like my favorite song and like i don't consider myself a swifty i am a fan of her and i think what she's done is amazing like taking all 10 spots on the billboard when not only has it never been done by like one single artist drake had nine it's never been done by like a woman artist and not only like and there's never also been a time where there's been no men on the top 10 so not only is there no men on the top 10 it's all taylor swift and then taylor swift and lana ray for that one song but 
but I love Lavender Haze. Zoe Kravitz helped write that song, which I thought was really cool. Maroon is good. It's a little slower, like not as much my vibe. Antihero is like every girl, woman, person with body image and mental health issues, like Anthem. Quickly to go into the controversy over the music video. So in one scene, there's the two tailors, one's on a scale and like it goes all the way to the end and says fat and the other one's kind of shaming her for it. Granted, this is still my interpretation of the video, but there was a lot of discourse on the internet. Was it fat phobia? Should she have done it? Was she perpetuating fat phobia? They took the clip out and I think it's really difficult with one, everything's on the internet. So even this is now me putting my opinion into the mix on the internet, which I am aware of. I think we can hold both things. Does showing that it says fat and going to the most and showing Taylor upset associate fat with being bad? Yes. So I don't discredit that. And also this was a song that Taylor wrote about Taylor's mental health and body image and eating disorder problems. So if that's what she's telling herself, who are the rest of us to be like, it triggered me seeing that you thought that about you and your art. So like you shouldn't have done that. I think they took it out on Apple Music. And so I think I really honestly can see both sides. I think that I can understand. I feel like I have empathy for both sides being that like I have my own as most women do body image issues and also knowing like when someone is like sharing their story with me kind of going back to I know throat call back to another episode like the whole thing to me this is very similar like to the Demi Lovato Froyo situation of like it triggered her to see things that say sugar-free low calorie whatever and like they wanted the store to like put them in a different section because like they were triggered and so I think both things need to happen where we need to be aware and conscious that people have triggers and that they're different and also when you get triggered I believe the first thing is to based on my therapy work is the first thing is to pause have the feeling of being triggered and de-escalate yourself and then if you think it needs to be discussed further or come to the conversation with a more open mind but no one can respond fairly and objectively and like with a scope wide enough when we're triggered that's the that's the reason why we call it being triggered like you're not in your full mind you're not accessing like your entire brain when you're triggered anyway snow on the beach I think like I agree with everyone where it says featuring Lana Del Rey is like a little much for like her just being the harmonies but like I think the song's better than people give it credit for you're on your own kid I felt I think like as a I almost said as a single child as an only child like there's elements to that that I really related to midnight rain was cool when you first hear it, it's kind of odd because the voice like auto-tuning voice changing thing she does but like cool song question is question was fine vigilante shit is like the new like I'm not like taking shit from people anthem bejeweled oh my god the bejeweled music video I loved everything about it I loved all the clues I mean the first one was like speak now is my favorite of her albums I think even though like I like that it leaned more country but still pop and my favorite songs are mostly on that album it's the one I know the best and the bejeweled music video was basically a big ad for speak now Taylor's version is going to be the next one from like the purple to like the three sisters to the third floor to everything and then also like going to the fifth floor for 1989 with Dita Montes. There's so many Easter eggs, but like the big overwhelming one is like speak now, Taylor's version is coming next and I'm very excited. But the video itself, Laura Dern being the evil stepmother, the Heim sisters, like all the great things. Labyrinth is fine. Karma's good. I think like it leans like a little sweet for me and that's kind of ironic because like I'm a very like sweet poppy person, but it's like a little much. Sweet nothing was fine. Mastermind, like I don't, like the song's not my favorite, but like the lyrics like I can really relate to. The Great War is good. Bigger than the whole sky. There's been a lot of speculation about like 
what about there's a lot like to show that it might be about a miscarriage people are assuming that like maybe Taylor had one I think like if you had one and you relate to that song great I also think though like Ed Sheeran wrote the song Small Bump which is another great song about like his couple friend who had a miscarriage so like let's not speculate too much about like what she and her body are doing Paris is great infidelity glitch what a could have is like the taking the scarf off of Hall and putting it on John Mayer like this is like his big like F you song and then your reader's nice and then the song that I've heard because of the internet but it's unfortunately only on the target version is hits different which I also really like every time I've heard it so I'm debating my going to buy the target version that is my evaluation of Midnight's the 3am edition so that is like all the songs plus the extra songs I love it trying to like hopefully fingers crossed manifesting all of the stuff getting tickets for her tour really want tickets to the Arizona tour because Paramore opening for that one and like that would just be so cool getting to see Taylor and Paramore. If not, I'll try to find some more local, but yeah, that's the journey we're on right now. And then that was the 21st whirlwind of a day. And then we get to my birthday and on my actual birthday, my aunt generously invited me and then some of her other nieces to go horseback riding. I was not a horse girl. I mean, could I have been? Yes, but I didn't have the opportunity. One, it's a very expensive hobby to have and to maintain, but I did it when I was like really young and then every chance I got I went to horseback riding camp and so like I love horses I love horseback riding so it was really fun getting to go we went on like a beach ride which was really nice the wood was intense I however though the other nieces are younger and so I always try to be respectful of like letting like kids be kids and have their experiences but like there is a point where it's like ugh like we got paired up it was like the five of us and we ranged from ages like 11 to me 27 and there was a group of like kids under 10 and we were behind the kids under 10 and I was like oh they're so small and poor girl one of these little ones had a horse that like would not like move like she was kicking it and trying to get like move it and like it was like right in the middle so like the rest of us in the back kept like almost like cutting her horse off and it was a mess but it was really fun we went back and then my cousin made pizzas he has like a backdoor pizza oven which is really nice and I just like ate a few pieces and then I went home and then the next day my family came over for brunch and we had cake and my uncle makes like cappuccinos by hand and like it's like the best cappuccino I had like including ones I've had in Italy oh so great it is like a big difference when it's someone who like does the thing where they like wet the beans and they measure the beans and then they like grind it and they use the little forky thing. Like it is really different when you have the energy, but like who has the energy to do that pre-coffee? That's like an afternoon thing. Like when I've already had a cup of coffee to wake me up. Like if I had to do all of that, like it's not happening. Like it couldn't happen for me. My other uncle also brought sprinkles because I love sprinkles. So I had like extra cake. We did gifts. We had cute party hats. We had like a brunch, but like I had a salad because I'm an adult and care about my health now we did like non-alcoholic mimosas because like I am trying to lessen my drinking not that I drink a lot but I think I don't know I think younger generations are kind of realizing like alcohol is toxic but also like alcohol can be fun and it's one of those like things of just like working through like personally I'm coming from a place of like if I'm drinking because I want to drink and have fun with my friends like go for it but like are you drinking because either you feel like you're gonna kill the mood or everyone's gonna feel like you're not as fun or like all of kind of the mental internal parts are what I'm trying to cut back so I'm ordering mocktails more and like sucking up the fact that like I'm paying a cocktail price for not alcohol because like think about it this way like an Erewhon smoothie is like $17 and like I'll pay for that so like why won't I pay for like and it's not even like just juice it's like they're mocktails so it's like the zero proof alcohol so it is still like buying a cocktail so it should cost the same 
as a cocktail but like when I'm like well it's not gonna be as fun like I'm not gonna be as fun so why am I paying for it? it's like that's the exact reason why like Jay you should be ordering that mocktail instead of getting a cocktail tonight and so I have been doing that and like balancing it out more and I feel good about my decision I also realized that like non-alcoholic wine really does taste similar so I think part of it is like wanting the flavor is like nice to have that option too but that's again my own personal journey my friends still drink friends who do other substances and like everyone's on their own journey so let them be where they need to be then after birthday I'm like going through things these are TikToks about recipes I want to get I picked up I finally got a scalp brush and I think it is lovely I think I'm not quite sure if I'm using it right but like we'll see the results like in a while I took myself on a walk which was really nice do like I should more often and I do sometimes but like I easily talk myself out of it but like it was a really nice day I listened to Dak Shepard's podcast with Hassan Minaj and I watched Hassan Minaj's comedy special loved it 10 out of 10 recommend I really loved his kind of tonal shifts from getting like really serious like to really funny to kind of like lighthearted funny I then was planning for hell weekend when my friends came into town to visit me I flew two of them in honestly because I was afraid no one would be free my birthday weekend and like it's hell weekend so I knew I was competing so I was like I'm just gonna fly you in first year unfortunately most of my friends at least had some time free so we kind of all got to hang out I picked them up from the airport for the first time I drove I'm not great with freeway driving I mean granted they made it here safe and I didn't kill them but like I still need to practice with it so like I was really happy to be able to do that just because also like driving freedom autonomy getting to do that and I hope to continue practicing and like calming my nerves and like getting to do it more but we went to brunch of course because what else do we do um we went to brunch and I got a dragon fruit bellini 10 out of 10 it was like they charged more than a regular bellini which like pissed me off and like it's just it's juice it's the same thing probably got it at starbucks or something but there were dragon fruit pieces in there which were very good and then we met up with lily and doordash daddy and went to <laughs> and went to a place known for espresso martinis and they were very good I got one after my Bellini and I was like okay that's enough for me today for like that part of fun stuff but everyone else kept going we got a real good Polaroid from a stranger luckily because the Polaroid I took I put it on the wrong lighting setting but thankfully we did that and then it was the Saturday of Halloween weekend so we went out we were going to like okay my original thought was like we should just like the um pink slip from Freaky Friday I'll obviously be the girl with short hair and like the black and like the checkered pants and then the other two would be Lindsay and the lead singer girl but it was cold and like people were doing more costumes so I go to which is my like fallback every year which is breakfast at Tiffany's because it's a black dress I could wear tights and it was really funny the we went out like for a drink at one place where I tried duck fat fries good very rich so I'm like not sure if I could order them on my own but it was like nice to try and then we went to this bar for dancing that played it's really cool because they play play a movie in the back of it so like we were trying to guess because the movie was muted like what the movie was and so I was texting all of my friends who I thought like one might be up at midnight and two like might who know movies and we finally get it my uncle finally like is the one to text me and to get it after the second clip I sent him it was also like am I sending you the right clips because it was a horror movie and as I've said many times I'm not a big horror fan and don't do horror movies they scare me obviously but like I'm the person who like with horror movies like scare me and then like bad dreams happen so like I really like avoid and like don't want to like go through that if I don't have to but like listening to a mute it like definitely like saved me but I was trying to figure it out because we were all very curious and like we were sending I was sending clips I'm like I think this is the main character like I don't know what's going on we figured it out based on the credits finding me rolling and my uncle at the same time we're getting it it was Candyman which like I was like texting I'm like it's seems like a horror movie kind of like about racism and slavery 
And he's like, I think it's Candyman. And then we got the actor, um, Victoria, Veronica, something, Virginia Madsen. And like, we were like, I was right kind of ish about the plot based on like the few things I could pick up. So like, yay me. And then the next day was Sunday and we had like a paint and wine kind of party. Because of my sorority days, I have a bunch of paint and canvases left over. I'm like, let's put these to use. It'll be chill. We can order food if we want. We have some drinks, cake and stuff. So all my friends came over. And by all, I mean the three who stayed over and then a few extras trickled in. And like, we had like my balloon letters from 2020 that my friends made. And like, we had other balloons and like Olivia made a sign it was just like very pretty and like fun to have everyone here and my friends were super artistic so their canvases turned out great mine not so much but like it was still cute and then um a cousin the week before had gotten me like the what do you meme game and so we played that for a while and that was like hilariously funny and then they all left for the airport and then we are like past week so like what went on this past week it was really honestly a blur Monday was Halloween so that then the rest of the days honestly all kind of blur together currently i'm recording this on the friday of this of the week right before like the weekend you're hearing this so all kind of a blur yesterday for work i was like having a rough day getting through it so i watched all eight episodes of from scratch like front to back and oh my god i loved the series zoe saldana is a gorgeous beauty i will say like she she's beautiful it was like some scenes when they got a little close it was hard for me to believe like she was playing as young as she was supposed to be like granted she is 44 and it looks amazing for 44 but like when you're playing 20 you gotta play with your lighting quite a bit and your makeup and things but the story is based off oh i want to get her name right first of all i think everyone should watch the series because it's great it's like half in italy half in la um but the main reason is it's written based off the story of tembi Locke, and then her sister um attica Locke show ran and helped co-create the series so it's written by two black sisters and it like centers like a black woman lead in like a romantic setting which like although we are like don't we have so many rom-coms like we do but like how many center the story of like a black woman and not only that is it's a based on a real story which is amazing so if you are gonna watch like you can turn this part off or if not I'm just gonna spoil and say all my favorite part so the first episode it's about um in the show Tembi's character's name is I think they so her family calls her Amashe but everyone else calls her Amy and it's really interesting because the way it's spelled is like A-M-L like there's no S or H I think in it which has confused me a lot but I think it's probably the I think they said oh I hope I'm not getting this wrong but I think they said like it was like a Zulu pronunciation but they say it in the first episode like how they got their names and she meets literally physically runs into a man named Lino on the street and like it's like their love story and also the person that she's dating at the first episode is um Deluca from Grey's Anatomy which is just such a fun kick because they give him an Italian accent but he speaks English I'm like bro like I saw you like speak perfectly great English for like every episode and interview you've ever done so it's funny like watching him revert back to the Italian but um she is studying abroad from Georgetown taking a semester off of law school to pursue her art and he is like a chef a Sicilian chef 
and they meet in Florence and fall in love and like it's their whole love story but the first episode really felt like the Lizzie McGuire movie but like age appropriate because if you think back to the Lizzie McGuire movie girl was like graduating eighth grade which means she was like 13 doing all of this like I can't imagine like one teacher and like a bunch of 13 year olds like around Italy super we can even give her credit and say she's 14 but like imagine like the danger and like lack of supervision that happened but like it was like that but like in an adult or setting so like this one was she was supposed to be like taking a semester off of law school like meeting with friends she could be on her own independent but there were like a few crossovers like Lino took Amy on a Vespa tour and I was like oh my god and then they use the song Volare, which like I know is like a famous, well, I don't know how famous, I'm assuming it's a very famous song because they use it in a lot of movies where they're in Italy, but they did it in this movie as well as the Lizzie McGuire movie. I'm like, oh my God. And then the first episode ends with her breaking it off with DeLuca from Grey's Anatomy and like being and committing to this Lino guy. And like they end up making out in the rain, which is like the end of the first episode. And it's like, oh my God, like this is like the Lizzie McGuire movie, but like for adults. And it like a lot happens the first episode because it's her like like her whole semester abroad meeting him falling in love and then like realizing she's like I need to go back to LA I don't want to go back to law school and like him agreeing to move with her to LA and like also you're seeing their family dynamics like individual families like her family her parents are divorced so it's her dad her stepmom and then her bio mom who's kind of natural vegan homeopathy and her dad's like a civil rights lawyer very like Texan straight edge more conservative and on the other side of Lino's family, you have very traditional Sicilian farmers. Lino left the farm to like pursue something in his own name and his father like disowned him. And because of culture, like the last thing his mom and sister can do is like dishonor their father. So like they're not getting to contact him or like be in his life. So like you're seeing the families like separately and together and with their kids and with the love and it's great. And then also in the series, Amy's older sister his name is Zora instead of Attica and like Zora you see kind of like going through her own journey of like finding love and what she gives up to help her sister so they move to LA they're both obviously struggling through their careers and through life he's like working as a waiter she's like working as an assistant in like an art gallery and like you see them kind of like their trials and tribulations of trying to grow in their careers and stuff and eventually like Lino works his way to get like a pop-up restaurant and to try that and it's and she gets to work with like this kids program based on like some crazy story of like how they met this man when they went back to Sicily after they got married like I'm skipping around a lot here I know but eventually Lino they find out he is cancer and he they he fights it and makes it out once and then unfortunately he gets it again after they adopt their daughter like so seven years and then like eventually he he dies and like you see them go back to Sicily to bury his ashes and kind of like her finally like letting not letting go but realizing like love like the love is there even without him physically still being here I cried my way through the last four episodes because everything from the daughter to like Zoe Saldana I feel like really like i I only really know her as Gamora so like I haven't seen her in a lot of other things I know like oh I think she was an avatar but like I've still never finished avatar like sorry all you sci-fi nerds but like I haven't really seen her much except as Gamora so like seeing her like dramatic work was like really amazing and like I also watched a bunch of interviews with the two sisters afterward the reason I watched the series originally is because I know they were on Brittany Brown's podcast which I want to listen to and it was just I love the series like it's not and this isn't like a bad thing it's like it's not the most like unique story or writing I've ever heard because like one it's real life and two I don't want to say only so many things can happen but like there are things that are just like community and like human experiences that happen like love and loss so like but like the cinematography and the acting and the directing and like 
the production of the whole thing was just like so amazing and I love it and like the scenes of Italy are gorgeous and they like actually recreated like some of the scenes like where they happened in real life so like 10 out of 10 recommend watching like again sorry if I spoiled it for you I still think it's worth watching and like seeing it I love the pacing of the show I feel like first episode you're like oh my gosh so much is happening like how are you going to extend this but like you really do see their journey over this time and like it's just so beautiful and the food because he's a chef and like as a family similarly like who grew up around food and cooking and like what that means to community and everything like it's great I say watch aside from this another thing I watched was Yvonne or J or G her comedy special on HBO Max or HBO I don't know but she played Molly on Insecure and it was very funny. It was like interesting to see kind of the things that are like a through line through culture. Like she talked about like her parents like like Dr. Lawyer and like what it means to be the child of an immigrant and kind of the stories that you hear a lot throughout other communities such as like the East Asian community and like just like that through line of like being a doctor or a lawyer and like providing for your kids and the sacrifices parents need to make and it was just like all around funny she talks about dating and like being an independent woman and like why it's like why are black women always strong and independent and I've heard that a lot around like black women speaking up but also just about women it's like why there's a clip going around of I think Julia Fox the person who was Kanye's muse or whatever from that clip like saying like why are women only respected like when we're strong like why do we have to be strong women to get respect like why can't we be weak and Yvonne was echoing a similar sentiment or stating a similar sentiment of like all the songs like why is it like like songs like independent from Destiny's Child or like other songs where it's like why can't I be like like why do we have to do that so I was like oh my god like I completely didn't think about like the messaging and like the extremes and Easter Ray was on Meghan Markle's podcast archetypes talking about similar things but like the archetype they were more diving into was like the angry black woman but they were speaking similarly to like why like black women are either like angry and aggressive or they need to be strong and independent like why they're so like boxed into these archetypes and why is it like black women like either way we're saying like black women like don't really feel because either they're angry and like they're in that headspace of like aggression or like they're independent and they don't need anyone and they're self-sufficient like why can't there be a side to just being softer and being like a human like you have to be like versus these like archetypes of everyone oh my god completely pivoting from like these amazing strong black women stories we're gonna pivot to like a not so great like hilarious thing to watch which was the case of like Daryl Brooks and like some Midwest state he like ran through a Christmas parade after like berating and like physically abusing his girlfriend but the things like he decided to like represent himself in court and like that judge like I don't know where she gets her patience and her calmness from but like this guy was like so rude so rude to the victim's families like was playing weaponized incompetence like to a T and like she just so was able to like hold her ground and stand and like it was just like I was watching through clips of like his death position and watching him like interrogate the victim's families and like there were victims who were children and who were hospitalized and like he just like took no ownership and he was like clearly trying to like get a mistrial or fight things so like the record would be all kind of wonky but like fortunately he didn't succeed from what I saw and it's just so unfortunate but it was amazing to watch because the judge at one point said like the way he filed to not have to have representation was a very complex thing but when he was in the courtroom he kept being like I don't understand this like how can I represent myself if I 
don't understand this. And she's like, well, you waived your right to an attorney. He's like, actually, I didn't waive my right to an attorney, blah, 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 blah. But like, it was crazy to watch and like witness that. And then on top of that, I saw yesterday an amazing speech by the girlfriend of one of the Parkland victims to the, to the shooter. And there's also the court case of like Alex Jones with Newtown and like all, watching all of these things unfold. It's just like heartbreaking and so sad. And it's so crazy that these cases, one, are only happening now when I feel like all these shootings were happening so gosh darn long ago and two how like it's like nothing's changed and like schools are like there was a thing I saw again on TikTok it was a mother in Texas who like they're doing this like national or statewide like child registry where it's like have your kid like kiss this envelope and like show us where your kids have scars and stuff and it's just like terrible like that's what Texas would rather do than like gun control or gun legislation or gun reform whatever way you want to call it and hopefully Beto will get it hopefully we're praying for Texas turn Texas blue or at least get Greg Greg Abbott out because geez that man terrible 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 he doesn't care about women he doesn't care about the disabled community he doesn't care about people of color he doesn't care about climate change he doesn't really care about anyone as long as he's chilling so let's get that fool out of office as i'm recording this i realized i lost an earring okay well guess i'll go find that later that was an interesting i watched selena gomez's new documentary my mind and me tonight i like the song that or i watched it i like the song that came out with it i thought it was a really interesting insight the way she framed it um and if anyone is curious like justin is only mentioned like in the context of like reporters asking her about him and how she's like why do i always have to be attached to someone but there isn't much reference to like their relationship whatsoever which like i don't know if most most people would want to know or watch for or not watch for but like that's the case she talks about her bipolar diagnosis and going back to her hometown and wanting to like make a difference and also feeling like guilty for her platform I feel like it was very it was very vulnerable and very relatable to I think anyone who suffered with mental health issues it's always kind of especially on someone in her magnitude because it's the thing of like for her being religious to some extent or very religious I don't know of saying like why like why would God give me such a big platform but then also like make me feel so terrible like like I feel guilty guilty for feeling the way I do with this platform he's given me so it's just like watching her kind of work through the thing of like she is a voice that like millions of people will listen to at one point she was the most followed person on Instagram it's like how do I have such a big impact and also like still not feel like full inside and then it like talks about her loop is coming back in 2020 and you get to see her friends kind of help her through it and it's just a really great kind of insight into one like it is really kind of like a celebrities they're just like us and also about what she does to ground herself between like keeping her circle close or going to do like philanthropy trips abroad or like kind of the acknowledgement she has like I went because the organization she went to like shut down because there was some sketchy financial stuff and she was like I didn't want to just go once and like do it for my documentary and then like never go back and make a difference like I feel like I didn't want to feel like that and it's like interesting because they show two different interview clips and one she gets interviewed and asks like her favorite color and some really fluff stuff and then another one like they're interviewing her and like they're not even listening to her answer which is just so rude like it's not even like an interaction it's like really it shows how much these clips are just going for sound clips which is a whole like other tangent I can run on about clickbait but like she it doesn't matter like what my favorite color is like when I want to talk about like mental health and then another interview she does where they have her like look in the mirror and like say like what she thinks of herself is like so deep it's the thing of like finding that middle ground of like what she like wants to speak about and like how she can make a difference and like they talk about how the rare impact fund which is the foundation associated with her makeup brand has given a hundred million dollars to help with mental health services she's trying to get more mental health resources in schools because like the example she gives is like you're taught your emotions in like kindergarten like are you happy are you sad you point to it on 
a picture on a wall but like kind of stops after that and like why don't we continue that education because like understanding how your body and your mind and your feelings and your thoughts all like work to make you you is like the foundation to like existing and making it through our society so why does it stop so early but they show her kind of like proposing a bill and like working with the photo was her in a really cute little black dress with um jill biden and a bunch of people but she has gotten shocked to the president about helping write this curriculum and doing more that matters with it i think i think it was a very good documentary i think you like saw a lot about her and how she suffers and like how kind of even with the media pressure and even with the fans and everything how when there are things that aren't computing or aren't sinking in or you're not able to do internally it doesn't matter what you have externally and like she was showing that which I thought was great and it was great also how connected she was to like her hometown and like the street she grew up on going back to visit like the neighbors house she used to play with or her old classmates like it just really shows like how grounded she still is and like continues to want to be so another good watch that one is on apple tv plus of course you need all the streaming services to watch all the things speaking of i think my policeman the harry movie comes to amazon prime soon and so does don't worry darling that's going to come to hbo and just got to make a lot of friends and have a lot of streaming services i also saw rumored i don't know if it's true or not that like netflix's ad version is gonna like exclude shows like the one that hurt the two that hurt the most for me were Grey's anatomy and new girl like some shows like wouldn't even be included on the ad version which i, I think is ridiculous like you don't like you're gonna be like i'm gonna offer this plan but like you can't even watch like the majority of the shows that probably i don't know how much but i'm sure gray's new girl alone in the office when it was on there i don't even know friends is on there anymore like we're like for most of the income of that like show because those are the shows people just throw on for background and they're dedicated fans to these shows so corporate greed once again the topic that i think but speaking of like craziness in the industry i didn't listen to the full thing but yesterday so thursday or at least that's when the clips hit tiktok i came across glennon doyle's page and they were saying how the podcast episode they were meant to record they canceled and they record they the one they were currently recording was in place of the one that they had to cancel but the one they had to cancel was because before while they were setting the zoom up and the staff was helping get the zoom rooms ready the husband of the guest was like extremely rude and yelling at the staff member and then the wife who was supposed to be interviewed was like gaslighting was like oh like was your staff member's feelings hurt and like he pulled a line of like oh well that like wasn't how it happened on like this famous male podcaster i was on and so as of yesterday again thursday the speculations were that was either chip and joanna Gaines, which again who'd be surprised or gwen stefani and blake shelton again wouldn't be surprised the thing i'd be most surprised about at all i guess is the fact that glennon would have either of them on knowing at least chip and joanna have like go to a homophobic church and blake and gwen give off republican vibes so i'm surprised they'd even want to give them a platform it might be like a thing with like who else is under like their podcasting network but it was just surprising to begin with but i'm still listening and waiting for more internet speculation to like get it confirmed because like if it's either of those we all kind of knew it would happen but like i just want them i just want it committed to like that we know who it was and that that happened because that's some good tea oh my god speaking of tea which is like this is so much worse i have not watched season three of love is blind i've heard only bad things about it but i also heard bad things about the other seasons but like i'm so disappointed and i don't know what his name is he might as well be named brad chad or kyle the asian man who did the teardrop thing and oh my god it was just it's so embarrassing to watch and to know that like i feel like part of it had to be scripted i can't tell but to backtrack a little bit so when this one man was doing his confessionals he like asked the producer like hey like can i have a sec put 
teardrops in, like eye drops in to make it look like he was crying. He did it twice to talk about how he wouldn't find a match. And like they just, instead of editing it, they just like played the entire clip through. Clearly to like embarrass this man and to like make him the viral thing that made people want to watch this season. Cause like there's no reason to leave it in anyway. Either one, like you want to embarrass him publicly on a huge international scale. Or two, you know it's going to get people to want to watch to see that moment in real time and like get angry and like visceral and like drive virality to this show. I'm refusing to watch the third season. All I've heard is like there's a lot of like coded language for like oh like I like this girl more but like it's really just because like they look the same but one is not all white and one is all white. So I have no joy in like watching it. I think I watched I watched the first season. I thought it was interesting. Cameron and Warren are still the only great couple to come out of the show. How Amber and Barnett are still together I will never know. Um season two trash 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 season two was terrible like season two was on par with the ultimatum and the ultimatum was such a trash show like I cannot like I really cannot believe that show like happened and then I watched it and then I got like so many other people to watch it because like the level of like oof like I cannot describe awful 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 but yeah if you want love is blind season three is now out oh the white lotus the second season has started i know i have not watched the first episode yet but i have heard there's a i think i think a great appearance by theo james fake penis based on what the internet and tiktok has shown me you've yet to watch it i didn't realize how many actors i liked were in the second season like i'm excited to see aubrey plaza zoe deutsch i think is in it i think jennifer coolidge is the only character remaining but i also think she's playing a different character so i'm excited to see how that plays out and yeah if there are any other show or recommendations that i need to watch let me know we're getting into um don't forget Oh, well, actually, this will be out on Tuesday. So hopefully we all remembered, I think, to change our clocks back for the last time. I'm confused. I know we voted to end it, but I my mom was telling me how it has to be like a federal thing. So I don't know. Your clock should be turned back an hour. And up in the Bay Area, it's finally getting cold as heck. So practicing layers. I'm debating about getting those tights that like look like they're sheer tights, but they're fleece tights. So if anyone has any personal experience, like please let me know because I want to get them. But I'm like, I don't know if it only works with like a certain skin tone or if like it actually looks as real as it does like with studio lights. But that's happening. I'm very excited. This this upcoming, the weekend that I'm gonna have that you're gonna hear about this next, I don't have very many plans. But the weekend after that, I have birthday plans galore and then a free weekend as of now. And then we of like Thanksgiving and then Thanksgiving rolls into and then after Thanksgiving honestly my family and I we're just gonna be on baby watch because there is a newborn coming into our lives very soon which we are all excited for and then it goes Hanukkah Christmas New Year's slash Angela's birthday so busy 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 time for everyone I'm assuming because some of those events don't just pertain to my family so I'm excited to give y'all my Black Panther review next week week i'm so excited to watch the movie and excited to like have you come along for me the rest of these episodes through some of the holiday season thank you for listening to this episode of in omnia Paradas. and don't forget to rate download and follow on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast as always where you lead will follow so head on over to at in omnia pod on instagram and let us know what you want to hear about or really give me a review on those like fleece line tights please thanks bye